Hi, my name's Pam Voles, and I teach the American English accent. Today, I wanted you to learn how to not only listen to a five-star speaker, but also, more importantly, I want you to hear the qualities that will make you a more natural-sounding speaker. So let's begin today with a very special guest. I thought we would include Barack Obama. Okay, he's not really with me today, but in recording clips he is. So we're going to record him talking. Obama's known for his inspiring and charismatic presence. He has outstanding communication skills. So I thought maybe we should dissect listening to his speaking and what really makes his reputation for this outstanding communication ability. But most importantly, I want you to know that for today, we're going to be listening, but it's so that you can become a better speaker. I want you to concentrate on your own communication skills. But we start with listening. And first of all, I want you to Think about other speakers and who you can begin to start listening to. I listen all the time. I can't stop it. I always tell people, I just can't turn it off. I probably drive my husband crazy. So when people are speaking on the news, when they're being interviewed, when I'm listening to a conversation, I don't say anything out loud because that would really make somebody mad if all I was doing is listening to the quality of their speaking. And for the skills that you're going to learn today, I want you to start practicing on your own. So let's listen to more conversations rather than speeches. I don't want to concentrate on something like a TED Talk Although we could listen to the same qualities that you're going to learn today with a TED Talk or anyone that's standing on a stage and presenting, because those are well-planned, well-written types of speaking, which, of course, is something we should all do when we're giving a speech. But I want something to sound more natural. And I want to listen to someone talking in a more natural conversation because we speak differently when we're talking to one or two or a few other people in comparison to when we're standing in front of a a lot of people and we're preparing for a speech. I think you'll agree with me on that one. So let me walk you through the process of how I found the Obama clip that I want to play for you today. I decided to look for interviews because this is more of a back and forth exchange, which is more about conversing and not being a public speaker. Also, the answers will not be thoroughly rehearsed, or at least you don't think so. So it's going to sound less formal, and that will be a more natural conversation, a more real type of conversation. First step, go to YouTube and search. Search maybe people having a conversation or interviews 
famous interviews or not so famous interviews. I started to search Obama speaking to, and I left that blank and I just did search, but I was coming up with mostly speeches. So then I tried Obama being interviewed and I couldn't find anything, but at the very bottom, YouTube will have a few other suggestions to maybe search and one of them said, funny interview. And you, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know I like to keep things light, and I, I think I'm funny. Maybe I'm not. But I like to listen to funny things. I feel like that's more of a natural conversation. So I clicked on that. I found something that said best interviews, and there was a 2020 I mean, the year 2020, um, a TV show called 60 Minutes did an interview. That one was okay, but I really finally decided on listening to a Conan O'Brien late night talk show interview with Barack, Barack Obama. And this was way before he was president. He was senator and uh, he was talking about running for president, but more so, he was having a very informal conversation in a really quick back and forth with the host, Conan O'Brien. So now let's talk about, we've picked somebody, and I started to listen to it, and I like their back and forth. Let me just play a real quick clip of what you're going to hear. They're nice. They're nice. They're nice people here. They are wonderful. You've got a wonderful state here. And, uh, That's the host say, talking, uh, Conan O'Brien. I want to say I'm a huge fan of your name. Your name. You have it the is, best name, Barack Obama. When I first heard it, I thought I was sure it was Irish when I first it, heard it. Was, Finally, it, here's it Obama. There's an apostrophe after the O. <laughs> I knew that. I and, knew that. And, and Barack is actually an ancient Celtic name. Very nice. Barack. So we're ancient cousins. That's what exactly you're right. Very you're nice. Near- He's saying they're ancient cousins because the host, his last name is O'Brien. And, of course, Barack's last name is Obama. And O'Brien is an Irish name. And Obama, I guess, is a distant relative. Or they're just kidding. Okay, so next I kept listening to the video and I got to a spot where Obama starts to tell a little story about what it's like to come home and be with his young girls, his two daughters, and his wife, and what his home life is like. And this is a nice spot for us to talk about because it's just Obama telling a quick story. So the next thing I want to do is I want to know the words while he's talking. We're going to be a little more sophisticated and not use closed caption. What I really want you to do is underneath the video, you will find three dots. It's where it has the title, Barack Obama's 2006 interview. That's the title of the video that we're watching. It has how many likes there are. You have a choice of being able to share or clip or save. And then there's these three dots, not two, three dots. And if you click on those three dots, you open up a screen that says report or open transcript. 
If the video that you're listening to has a transcript, there'll be that option that you can pick that. So choose Open Transcript. And here on the right side of the screen, all of the words that the people are saying open up. The transcript, of course, is what people are saying, but sometimes this isn't perfect. It might not have sentences. It just might be a long string of words. In this video today, we're lucky, and they actually do have capital letters that are telling us when the sentence begins. And they even have periods that tell us when the sentence ends. And we're lucky for that because most of the time, I don't see those types of things on the transcript. Okay, the transcript is important for us to use today in our study. And the reason why is because if you want to listen to something specific, like, oh, that was a great sentence, I want to listen to it again, then just click on the sentence you want to listen to, and your video will move exactly to that spot. So if you wanted to hear a sentence over and over again, you can just click on that sentence, have them say it, click on that sentence again, and they'll repeat it. It's just a great tool for you to be able to zero in on exactly what it is you want to hear again. Okay, so I have the transcript up, and I'm going to look for that conversation that I told you I liked where just Obama was telling a quick little story. He's talking about where he gets his hair cut. That's what you got to like about Obama. He's just talking just like he was a friend of yours. All right, so he's, he says, I'll tell you a quick story. So let's listen to this. It's probably 30 seconds long. Here we go. I'm going to click on open transcript on number 318. I'll tell you a quick story, and let's hear it. The, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. I, you know, We have dinner together. My wife asked my two daughters, seven and four, uh, Malia, how was your day? She'll mm-hmm. say, tell us about it. Mm-hmm. Four-year-old Sasha, how was your day? They ask my wife, how's your day? Then finally, my wife says, well, let's ask Daddy how uh, his day was. Mm-hmm. And uh, my four-year-old will say, boring. <laughs> and uh, and my, my wife will say, well, that's not nice. You know, actually, people come and, and listen to Daddy speak. Yeah. And, and the two of them fall out of their chairs. They think that's the, that is the funniest thing. That's the notion great... that somebody would be interested in yeah. what their father yeah. has to yeah. say. Yeah. Kids yeah. just don't care, yeah. yeah. Okay, the next thing I would do as a teacher is I would copy and paste the conversation that we just listened to. So it started on 318, three minutes and 18 seconds. The really fast conversation ended at three minutes and 58 seconds. So true enough, it's only 40 seconds of somebody talking. But if you copy and paste this transcript for that amount of time, just put it on your Word doc or pages, whatever computer you have. Once you get the dialogue on a different paper, you can start to take notes and you can start to document where you hear the pauses. I want you to start to listen to the sentences. And when you hear that he's grouping words together and might then take a really fast 
pause in between, put a slash mark on your dialogue that you've copied and pasted. Okay, your next study habit that you should have is to understand that you can change the settings on YouTube and you can slow down the playback speed. So on the video, if you look underneath, right next to closed caption where the CC is, is the gear circle, which is your settings. If you click on that, you get to the playback speed and click on playback speed, it should be under normal. Just make it slow down one step below normal. That's 0.75. His speech is going to sound funny, but when you slow down his speech, you'll totally hear his words, when he's grouping words together, where is a quick little pause in between, and you'll hear the stress of the words, the up and the down of his speech, and maybe which words sound louder or you can just hear better than the smaller words. So I'm going to slow down the speech and we're going to hear him talk again. The, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. I now he says, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. I didn't even know he repeated the word, I will, I'll, three times. Let's listen to it again, because I can. I click on that sentence again on the transcript. The, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. I... So there were no pauses. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. All of those words were connecting. He didn't say them singly. I'll tell you a quick story. He said, I'll tell you a quick story. And they're all connected. And that's what I want you to hear. I'll tell you a quick story. How about the next sentence? Uh, you know, we have dinner together. He says, you know so fast that I had to look on the transcript to read that. You know? You know? And there was a pause. We have dinner together. You know? We have dinner together. Listen to it again. Uh, you know, we have dinner together. So if I were marking after you know, I would put a slash because he paused, you know, we have dinner together. And then at the end of together, he pauses. So you can see that punctuation really helps to understand where there might be pauses, but that's not always the case. Let's listen to the next sentence. My wife asked my two daughters, seven and four, uh, Malia, how was your day? Okay, my wife asked my two daughters, seven and four. Did you hear any pauses? There is a comma after daughters. Let's hear if you think he paused. My wife asked my two daughters, seven and four. Um... What do you think? My wife asked my two daughters, seven and four. Maybe there is groupings of words. 
And that's, I'm talking about both of those being the same type of thing. My wife asked my two daughters, seven and four. So he's connecting all the words. And after daughters, he stops connecting and then he starts connecting seven and four, seven and four. And you hear how that and is not fully spoken. Seven and four. Listen again. My wife asked my two daughters, seven and four. Uh, you hear seven and seven and four. And then he says, Malia, how was your day? So he pauses after just saying Malia. And then he groups together, how was your day? Malia, how was your day? So these are where you put the slash marks, where you think there's pauses. And listen to how he connects the words together. The next thing you're going to want to do is go back over again and listen to the same sentences and try to decide where the main word in each phrase group in between your pauses, what words does he pull out and you hear them the most? There's usually one really main word that gets a big punch in, in the phrase group. So let's listen to the very first one again. I'll tell you a quick story. And let's hear which one is the big word that we hear. The, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. I, yeah. That one's kind of hard for me to even guess. Quick, story, those are the main words, the nouns and the verbs. And I know that right before the end of a phrase group or the end right before a pause is usually when we punch a main word. We give it a bigger emphasis. So in my mind, I'm thinking it's probably story, but I hear quick also. I'll tell you a quick story. I'll tell you a quick story. It's one or the other. It's hard to tell. How about the next sentence? We have dinner together. Let's listen to it again. You know, we have dinner together. So it's either dinner or together that I hear the most. You know, you know, it's really fast. And I hear no more than you, you know, you know, but that's so fast. You know, we have dinner together. Maybe it's not dinner. Let's hear it one more time. You decide too. Is it dinner that sounds bigger or together? Uh, you know, we have dinner together. I feel like dinner gets more of a punch. We have dinner together. We have dinner together. So underline the word that you hear the most. And that's it. That's the study I want you to do. I want you to really take notice of somebody speaking and start to, like I said in the beginning, dissect it. Pull it apart. First, listen slower and listen to where the groupings of words are together. I also call that phrasing. Where do you hear a slight pause and mark a slash? And then go back over and listen to those phrase groups and decide which word is being punched out the most. 
With practice, you can start to hear it even in a normal rate of speaking. You don't have to slow down the speech. But YouTube is a really great tool to use to study and listen to other people and how they pause and which words they stress. And that is an excellent lesson for you. So three cheers, we did it. I know this wasn't the most exciting and I certainly didn't give you anything to repeat, but this is truly a skill to understand melody. When you know where the phrase groups are, they're connecting all the words together. And that's why it sounds smooth. And then when we're talking, we highlight one main word usually in that phrase group. And that's what gives your speech emotion and more personality instead of everything sounding the same. So start to listen to where those words are popping up and where those groupings are. And you are going to be a better listener and that will help you become a better speaker. Thanks for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now.